0: Welcome to the FredCast podcast, a podcast devoted to SUNY Fredonia's past, present, and future. I'm your host, Miranda Shalansky. Today's student host is Nolan Ahern, a recent Fredonia graduate who studied social work. Nolan has been heavily involved in admissions as a tour guide and has, been holding, has hold, held two internships with the department focusing on tours, visits, and um, the campus host program. Thank you so much for joining me today, Nolan.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Nolan, you were the first person I thought of when I thought when I reached out to admissions as my student host for today, Um, because I know that you do you had been doing like the tours and um, you were really involved in that. So I thought you would be the perfect guest host for today's guest which is Brandon Williamson. He is an admissions counselor from Buffalo and a Fredonia alum. Currently, Brandon recruits in the Buffalo area and has been on the front lines of our virtual recruitment efforts here at Fredonia. He has an interest in specialization in creativity and innovation, public speaking and personal engagement. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today.
2: I'm happy to be here.
0: It's such a weird um, time here at Fredonia. Everything is kind of going virtually. And as I kind of mentioned, Um, Brandon, you've been doing a lot of work on like the virtual stuff, so I'm really excited to hear more about that. But Mm -hmm. first I wanted to talk a little bit about your connection with the Fredonia campus. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about like your time here at Fredonia, what brought you here?
2: Sure, so uh, I will start by saying this, I'm a legacy. Um, So both my parents both also came to Fredonia. Um, They met at Fredonia. Um, My wife and I also met at Fredonia, and of course my cousin is a graduate as well. Um, And so as you can imagine, Fredonia kind of runs in my family in that case. So um, that's one of my favorite things about it, but also um, in having conversations with my parents, um, I was trying to find a place where I could um, study music at a low cost and also play football. And uh, when I got to, when I uh, did my research, I turned down a West Virginia scholarship because my parents told me Fredonia had a football team new notes we do not have a football team <laughs> we never had a football team um, here at Fredonia but that's okay um and so I managed to uh I came to Fredonia to study music um and I spent about two and a half years here in music therapy before switching over to theater and then doing finishing up my theater degree in the last year and a half um and my experience here was fantastic I mean I mean, honestly, I always say this even when I'm recruiting Fredonia students, um, is that if you're bored while you're in Fredonia, it's because you're bored. Um, and so, <laughs> like, we, we have, there's tons for you to get involved in, and you can basically customize your own Fredonia experience to whatever you want it to be, um, as long as you actually work to do so. So if you want to be the, if you're the student who kind of stays in the room, I was not this student, but I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you a quick story. My intention when I first came to Fredonia, as I was driving onto campus, I had it in my head. I was going to be, I was going to be mysterious. You know, I was going to be the quiet, you know, guy and so on and so forth. did not really worry about making friends. I was going to go in, do, do what my teacher said, get my straight A's, get in and get out. Um, and the first five minutes of moving in, a young lady ran up to my mother and said, whose mother are you? And my mother, being the woman as she is. um, She said, my baby's name is Brandon Williamson. He lives in 211 B. Grissom Hall. His phone number is blah, 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 blah. And someone gave her all my information, which of course were my plans of being, you know, mysterious and antisocial. And immediately um, I was surrounded by a good group of friends who I still talk to and hang out with today. Um, So ultimately you're, you know, when I I came to Fredonia, I was, it was far enough away from home that I can kind of stand on my own two feet. And I really liked that about Fredonia and the cost. So I really just took advantage of everything I got to do while I was here. I played flag football while I was here, did some intramural basketball. I'm terrible at basketball, but I got to play it anyway. Um, and I got to just really get involved in that. And plus also the president um, and a lot of the vice presidents all knew who I was. Um, after even my first year being on Virginia campus, so they called me over the summers to check on me, see how I was doing, and things like that really made me connect with the campus. And so, um, yeah, ultimately, what ended up happening after I graduated, I got a job teaching high school for a few years, and then I got a call from the vice president, um, Dr. Herman at the time, and he said, "Hey, we're looking for you know recruiters who can you know work with people in the Buffalo area and all together." And I said. Okay. No, that's not exactly how the conversation went. I <laughs> told no, a couple times. I didn't think I could actually do the job, and then he eventually hung up on me and told me to apply for the job. So, <laughs> so, and so here I am. But yeah, ultimately, yeah, it's been one of those things where you get to a place that feels like home, and even if you don't live there anymore, um, you get there and you just you just you believe in what the campus has, you believe in what the campus stands for, um, and what they have to offer, and that's ultimately me in a nutshell. So I appreciate um, everything Fredonia's done for me. And this is is my kind of way of giving back to Fredonia while also introducing the opportunity of Fredonia to my own personal community.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Um, So it's really nice to see that somebody who, you know, has Fredonia running through their their veins like you do, um, and for you to be able to come back as somebody who's looking for those prospective students, it's kind of a nice, Like 360 experience. Um, Mm -hmm. So as an admissions counselor, what are you looking for in a prospective Fredonia student?
2: So in a prospective Fredonia student, I expect nothing less than perfection from them. (laughs) So anything under a 98 GPA, they are not worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, the biggest thing when it comes to um, the admissions process as it stands now um, is that we want to know if you can be successful in a college setting. Uh, We want to know if you can be successful in a Fredonia setting and also then um, if you're able to be successful in the setting that we have. So, you know, obviously we're trying to find we're trying to find people where Fredonia is a good fit for them. But also we're trying to find out if you're a good fit for Fredonia. Um, You know, I am not I am not the first person to say this, but I'm probably one of the few admissions counselors who will admit that Fredonia is not for everybody. Um and that could be that you know they might not thrive in the atmosphere that we have. They might need to be in a city kind of area or they might be in somewhere else, they might need to be someplace else entirely to you know have a better experience. And that's absolutely okay. My goal is to help find out what your best what best fits you. But um when I'm look when I'm talking to the students themselves, I want to know um what their aspirations are, you know, what their goals are. Is um, to make sure that we have the resources to help them meet those goals. Um, and then from there, having the conversation to figure out what drives them as well. That's a really important thing to me, honestly, and that I will put more stock in figuring out what drives you and what honestly pushes you more so than I would put into an SAT or ACT score. Although we do check that stuff as well. Um, When we're looking at the strength of your schedule and we're looking at, um, you know, the courses that you're taking, Um, you know, are you taking your senior year off or are you, you know, continuing to challenge yourself um, in some way, shape or form, you know, we're looking at things like that. Ultimately, I want to know who you are as a student. I want to know as much about you as possible. So basically in, for example, in the college essay, you get to tell me something about you that your application can't tell me. So I can see your high school transcript. I can see your SAT score and things like that. But you get to complete the story in your own words. And that's something I look forward to um, reading. And that's something I look forward to seeing so I can get to know the students um, and make a connection with them as well. So yeah, it, I ultimately I'm looking to... Um, I'm looking to see if you can be successful and if you will be successful in a college setting, especially one here at Fredonia, because what I don't want to happen is I don't want students to come out to Fredonia who are not prepared um, and then end up you know, struggling and then having to drop out or having to leave um, and then still owning us $21,000 total um, because that doesn't help anybody. And so it won't help us in the future. It won't help them in the future. And so that's why we go through this process. So if we find that you're not quite where we need you to be, then we'll try, I will work with you to try to find a path that helps you get all the skills and study skills that you need in order to come into Fredonia and study what you want to study. There is a way to get here to Fredonia um, it just isn't always necessarily the most direct path. So if we send you to, you know, a community college, or we send you to a business college or a junior college or something along those lines, um, you know, so you can spend a year there and hone your study skills and get yourself prepared, then we can bring you in. If you showed us, if you were successful there, you showed us that you can be successful in a college setting. So that's ultimately a lot of what I'm looking for when it comes to, um, when I'm looking at for all your prospective students is, um, you know, basically fit and, you know, making sure that you're ready for what, re- ready for the challenge that we have for you. Here. Awesome.
0: Absolutely. And it's, it's nice that the co- that Ferdonia is just like, it's not one of these huge overwhelming schools. Like you're not just a number, you're a person. And I fi- I find that really cool. And I don't know that I've ever had, I've ever worked with an admissions counselor before. So like, can you tell me a little bit about like for prospective students, like what can they expect when working with an admissions counselor? Um, about like for coming to Fredonia.
2: Okay, yeah, so um, ultimately in the admissions office, our goal is just to be helpful. Our goal is just to, um is to help you through the process. I mean, uh, we, we see this process every single year with a lot of students, but um, we acknowledge that with a lot of students who are applying for college, this could be the first time ever going through this process and the same can apply for their parents and their families as well. So our goal is to be as helpful as possible. So um, you know, we always encourage you to call us, um, to reach out to us and ask questions. It's okay to ask questions of admissions counselors, even though we are the gatekeepers and we are the ones who solely are responsible for the rest of your life. No, I'm kidding, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> if we, we are here to help. We're here to help you through the process and we're here to encourage you as well. So, um, you know, what you can expect out of us is, um, you can expect a helping hand. Um, you can expect usually um, if, it's, if you're connected with me personally, um, I am here to have a full conversation to get to know who you are and I want you to know who I am as well so that you can feel comfortable enough that you can always either call me, you can text me, um, you can email me and go through this process and then when the application comes in and um, we go through the application process, we can even update you on where your application might fall and what some, what some of the um, things are that you should look forward to as well, um, whether it's communication or anything like that and that's kind of the realm that we're in now. Um, as, we, as we go into what we call our, our yielding season, which is when we are working on getting our students to submit the deposits so that we can get them on to orientation and jumpstart and things like that. So ultimately, that's what you can expect working with us. We're here to help. Um, that's exactly what we, what we want to do. We're going to do it. And we're all different. That's a big thing. So, you know, <laughs> some are different than others. Um, but our goal is to help you through the, each process and um, get you to the finish line. And that's from the very beginning of looking for colleges all the way up to finishing and paying your deposit. The biggest benefit that we have and the biggest selling point that we have for the Ferdinand campus is the campus. Um, you know, getting students on campus so they can see other college students. They can see, um, I, always, I always say, see students in their natural habitat, but um, you can see college students, you know, in classes or doing extracurricular activities. They can, they can see themselves in the college life. Um, now that, you know, basically the campus is off limits, um we can't offer that to them and so we have to try to find a way to virtually do that so obviously um what we were luckily able to come up with about two years ago was a virtual tour of the campus um where students can put on they can put on a vr headset if they wanted to or they can um, use it on their phone or if they wanted to just do it on a computer you can go on our virtual tour online um and you can see the campus for yourselves and you know ultimately that, that was one thing that we really had to put into use a lot more here um as well as our information sessions. So I personally do all of our information sessions every day. A lot of this stuff is shifted and we created virtual versions of them. So we've had like, you know, diversity talks to try to make up for Multicultural Weekend. We had our Virtual Accepted Students Day, or Go Big Blue Day uh, to try to make up for the big open house and things like that. But, um, you know, ultimately what I've been doing is primarily utilizing social media, um, I we have a Fredonia class of 2024 Facebook group in which I interact with them every single day. I go live every single day to answer questions live if they have any. Um, also, um, to update them on anything going on around campus. So if we have any updates about from the state, I try to try to keep them up to date with all of that stuff. Residence life, Jumpstart days, and all those things. So um, ultimately, I've been um, I've been working with them to get all the questions answered and utilizing various means of social media so we created a Fredonia TikTok (laughs) um we also have a Fredonia Instagram and Fredonia Twitter as well as a Fredonia uh, Class of 2024 Facebook page so I've been we've been running around from app to app to app just to keep all the students up to date and also having fun with them as well keeping them engaged so you know I had a Fredonia game show um not too long ago where you know it was a trivia game show and uh had a students who were competing for prizes that we send t-shirts out to them, whoever wins. We had a show us your us your, on your pride um, competition where we had students do that. We had a freedom, lip sync battle on TikTok, things like that. So we're trying to keep them engaged and to keep their spirits up while also giving them as much information as possible.
1: Well, that's awesome. Uh, just to see, you know, it's really helped, I think, um, help admissions, help the entire college in general, help all colleges become more creative in their ways in which that we have to kind of reach out and work with these students. Um, Now to kind of turn the tables. So after students are accepted and are enrolled at Fredonia, um, the work with admissions for them doesn't really end there. How can accepted students and those enrolled students continue to support the admissions mission while at Fredonia?
2: One of the best things about um, our Fredonia students, especially when it comes to the admissions um, standpoint, is that you all are getting the Fredonia experience live. Um, you all get to experience it for yourselves. And so therefore, um, you have an opportunity to really tell, talk about your Fredonia experience to those who don't quite know what Fredonia is about or who don't know what Fredonia is like. And so we have programs, like a program I used to run called peer recruitment, where we'd send students back to their high schools to talk about their Ferdonia experience while they were back home for break anyway. So you'd be home for Thanksgiving break and you go back to your high school and you talk to students about um, your Ferdonia experience while also, you know, saying hi to your teachers and becoming, you know, one of their pride and joys because, you know, they love having their students come back in most cases. Um, You know, we have interns in our office and work studies. So our interns help us through all the programs that we that we run that includes things like multicultural weekend that includes tour guides um after your first year on campus i believe um or our first semester at least um you can become a tour guide and you can really you know you can you know be the person that gives you become the face of Fredonia for any student who wants to come and check it out so you can become the first contact um, of the campus and the tour guys get to really have that conversation um, with parents and students to talk about the real Fredonia experience as well um, and not just the stat- statistics and the data that we often give in our information sessions and so um you know, there are a lot of ways that you can get involved on campus. Also, honestly, just getting involved on campus, just getting involved in things on campus, and, you know, posting it, and, you know, sharing it with your friends, that all the fun things you're doing on campus, so that they can see, you know what, Fredonia really does have a lot going on, and then maybe they can tell someone, and it becomes a word-of-mouth thing, because here in the admissions office, we acknowledge that we're not college-aged anymore, Um, and so, you know, we can only connect to students to a certain extent. We can talk about you know, all the we can talk about statistics, we can talk about um class sizes and we can talk about, yeah, you're gonna have a great time here at Fredonia, but they're really gonna take that word from a current Fredonia student. So you all are really the um you become the lifeblood of the admissions process, um, in that sense that we, you know, we send you out to talk to students and we uh, bring you in for things like campus hosts, where you can host someone who's coming to visit um campus and use they spend this twenty-four hours with you and they get the feel for you know, taking the classes you take and eating the food that you eat and getting involved in the activities that you get involved in, taking the time to study, um, and really just giving them that full for experience. So that's ultimately, um, that's that's just uh, all, only a few things that uh, our current students can do. But anything, you can always come to us and just ask, hey, you know what, I want to help. And, you know, Nolan's definitely taking advantage of that. Um, over these years and Nolan has been one of our like one of our best um, just aids just in general when it comes to the admissions process because it's so personal.
0: (laughs) Nolan what was it like as a student to do like the tours and to and to be part of like the admissions process for newer students?
1: Yeah so I felt um, ever since my very first day on campus like just such pride to be a part of Fredonia and it almost felt wrong to not give that back to families and to um, students going through this process Um, because I know that the transition from high school to college is honestly really scary and it can be you know a big change and it, it felt like if I was able to to make that transition and to love it as much as I did that I can you know take the time to to help other people feel more comfortable. Even if they don't end up choosing Fredonia, just feel more comfortable with the college experience in general. And I've noticed that um, as my time as a tour guide, almost every single tour I've ever given, our students are promoting how much they love Fredonia just by seeing a tour. Um, Whether that's just like waving at us when we walk by, they're just like, we love Fredonia, like just, being the friendly environment that we are is really conducive um, to promoting that admissions mission even if you can't get involved. But being involved in this process, I think is really rewarding and just helps you remember that these years are really special and these years are really important um, in terms of our development. So being able to give back has been a really great experience as a student.
0: And the campus is gorgeous. I think that was the selling oh point for me when I was here for the very first time. I was like this campus is beautiful. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we have students that are so excited and staff that are so excited to, to share it with people. Um, so Brandon I was I'm curious and I've, I've been asking um, all of our guests this question but like the best piece of advice you've ever received that you think is worth sharing. It doesn't necessarily have to be Adonia related Um, bonus points of it is but like just the best piece of advice like life advice um that you think is worth sharing
2: all right um hmm. let's see best piece of life advice I received that's worth sharing I I've got quite a few um and it's really hard to pick a best but I will say when it comes to um when it comes to admissions I'll start with admissions and this is actually something that applies to admissions but I didn't get an admissions I got this um, while I was working at, I used to work at Walt Disney World um, as a, as an intern there. And um, the f- first thing that they usually highlight when they put you through their uh, Disney uh, classes, they remind you that although you're doing, you're ultimately doing the same thing over and over and over again, you're dealing with millions of other people and so on and so forth, you have to remember that this is their first time experiencing this. Um, this is their first time, you know, asking this question that you've heard a million times and so you know you have to keep that mindset when you're working with people um Mm -hmm. and admissions we get the same questions over and over and over again every time we go to college sessions go to admissions accounts uh admission uh what is it what are they called college college fairs and things like that we get a lot of questions over and over and over again um and after a while you can get tired of answering the same question over and over and over again. But the good thing about it is you remember that this is their first time asking and they're asking sincerely. Um, And so treating everybody with that same, you know, same compassion, that same kindness, that same energy um, goes a long way. Um, Another thing my father used to always tell me, my father was full of advice, Um, but it was one thing that he actually used to tell me um, every morning getting ready for high school. Um, every morning which was it was as simple as you know people say have a good day my father used to always say make it a good day Um, and that gave me the mindset that that was something that was within my control Um, that is something that is within my power and it goes into how I see and perceive things Um, and so I've been called the ever-loving optimist my wife tells me that I see the world through sunshine and rainbows Um, (laughs) and you know I I don't necessarily see something, anything wrong with that um, when it comes to, because it, it, it addresses how I look at challenges as well. Um, you know, challenges are, or problems is just challenges that are worded differently. And So, um, you know, when you, when you, when you encounter a challenge or a problem, in many cases, challenges have solutions and it doesn't necessarily have to be something that ruins your day. As they say, you know 10% of life is what happens to you 90% of it is how do you what you how you react how you respond to it um in in my particular case i've always i've always seen that there has to be a way through this and so therefore i've always had hope and i've always had hope that there is a way that we're going to get through this so even with you know this pandemic and so on and so forth there's a way that we're going to get through this um and we're going to come out of it differently and that's going to be that can be really good for some people that can be bad for some people but no matter what it's going to be different and we're going to find out we're going to find out who we are when we get to the other side and we're going to figure out what we're able to take with us um, from this what we've learned from this pandemic and what we're able to take with us for the rest of our lives and so um the biggest thing that i've been able to take with this is the importance of balance and that is really that is really important to me now um, is something that I want, I want to take with me once I get to the, once we get to the other side of this pandemic as well, it is just finding balance and trying to maintain it and doing what you can um, to you know, make sure you have that peace within yourself while you're doing all the work that you want to get
0: done. I love that. Absolutely. Um, I think that going, I love that, um, I love what you said about problems and challenges are just worded differently. Like, it's so true. Um, and I just think that that's such a great, that's such a great piece of advice. Totally worth sharing. Love it
1: yes i love that too um and our last uh just question so last but not least can you talk about uh admissions most popular events maybe your favorite events that they have throughout the year sure um
2: yeah i kind of mentioned them earlier and then you know i kind of mentioned them earlier but we weren't able to do them this year uh, a lot of our big events that we usually have if you're in the buffalo area usually i do a say yes bus trip so i do a bus trip to bring you up to one of our Fronia. um what is it uh college exploration days um, where you get to come and you get to take some mock classes and eat some food, go on a campus tour and get the full experience. And then, you know, we'll get you home by three o'clock in Buffalo. And so we do events like that for our college exploration days. um, And that's usually a pretty hit, pretty big hit. Uh, We also have um, obviously Multicultural Weekend is the one that I love the one of the most um, is because it's we get to um, give a lot of students who usually don't have access to Fredonia and um, we give them a chance to come across the state to really get a feel for Fredonia and see what Fredonia has to offer and also to meet a bunch of other accepted students on campus and build communities and that's a that's a big thing as well. Um, else, also I obviously I Go Big Blue Day which is our accepted students reception um, where we break out the puppies and dragons, and you know the a <laughs> cappella singers yeah. sing, and you know the everyone's just dancing and the cheerleaders and everything, and we give you T-shirts and everything. It's fantastic, um, and it's a great and it's a great celebration um, of the accomplishments of our students, and so that's um, one thing that I really love as well. While also giving them all the information they need, and of course once again giving them food because food is great. <laughs> um, and so you know, having a lot of events like that are usually um you know those are our highlight events and then in the admissions office um you know of course we have uh you know the same handful of people who are planning those events and so we know that for them it's really stressful but at the same time we know that it's really really beneficial because our students get so much out of it and so that's why i i think those are some of our biggest events throughout the year and then of course the ones that we have continuing throughout the year Uh, That would include, obviously, like our daily sessions and our campus host and um, our peer recruitment programs and things like that. But ultimately, the Frilling Exploration Days and the um, Multicultural Weekend are the big big events that we usually have here on the campus.
0: Hopefully next year we'll get to make them like even bigger and badder to make up for not having them this year.
2: Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm (laughs) looking forward to seeing what comes out of it.
0: Um, before we we end for for today and for our Fredcast for this afternoon, um, I wanted to ask you each the same question. It's becoming a tradition on this on this um, podcast. But what is your favorite place on campus and why? Okay, Nolan.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I have a hard time choosing one. So I'm going to give you two. One of them is uh, there is a picnic table in between the Um, Music building, Mason Hall, and the entrance into the library, so Reed Library, there's just this picnic table, so in between the music building where I can just hear all this beautiful music playing, and just high traffic area, because I like to people watch, so the people watching on top of the music playing is just like a really nice, uh, it's a nice feel, and when the weather is beautiful out, I can just sit out there and just kind of forget about any stress I have. So that's one. And then also, uh, actually it's really close to there. If you go up the stairs on the overpass in between, like going over to Thompson Hall, there is the Zen garden outside of the library. And I just really like to stand up over top of it and kind of watch the water run down. It, it makes me feel more Zen, more calm and more centered. So those are my two favorite places.
0: Those are great places.
1: Yeah, my
2: uh, my favorite um, spaces, my favorite, I will go with two, but they're actually right next to each other. Um, My actual favorite space on campus is actually the amphitheater. Um, I love the amphitheater, honestly enough. Um, And it's right under, right in front of the Reed Library in between Mason and uh, Rockefeller. Um, And I used to, as a a college student, I spent a good amount of time just there hanging out in the amphitheater because there's a spot where you can stand, where you can speak out, you hear your voice coming back to you. And one of the things that I did while I was there that is actually propelled into what I do today is um, I'm a spoken word artist or a performance poet, or as they call it, a slam poet. And I would practice and write poems right there. I would practice poems right there in the amphitheater to no one, um, but practice so I can hear what I sound like and just kind of. Um, get my performance um, get my performance down in the amphitheater and just spend time there and then of course my um, and it was also just a place of peace because there aren't usually a lot of people there my second place is actually the same overpass that Nolan was talking about but it's the little uh, C-shaped chairs that are in front of the library Mm. um, up on top of the overpass is actually where I wrote my first poem Um, and that was actually that was one of the places where I like to escape um, in some cases, you know, after I would do my night desk attendant shift, and I was at NDA, and I'd be done at like three thirty, and I was still awake, I would just walk over there and just sit under there and just relax and write, and it would just be a good place to get away from everything. Um, and so, those are those are my two uh, favorite places on campus.
0: You guys crushed that question. <laughs> those are awesome. I love them. I love them all. All of the above. Um, well, I just wanted to thank both of you again. Um, for joining me today for today's podcast. Um, again, this was admissions counselor Brian, um, Brandon Williamson and um, Nolan Ahern, um, who has just recently graduated. So we're going to take the, the student out of his name and he's just going to be alum. <laughs> he's um, gone forever. Well, not forever. Can't, <laughs> forever. Get can't get rid of him. Um, so thank you guys again for joining me and thank everyone. Thank you everyone for listening to today's podcast.